are listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, we are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. As a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, all of your gifts are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com. God bless you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another hour of Declaring the Finished Work. This is your host, Pat Randall, on this glorious Thursday afternoon coming at you. Amen. Hoping that you will hear something during this episode that will stir your mind and stir your heart and begin to get them synchronized according to the Spirit of God, the Word of God. And the Word is the Son. Jesus Christ is the Word. He has declared himself as the way, the truth, and the life. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. Amen. And we all know that God is Spirit. And we recognize and we connect with the Spirit of God through the things that He's created. And He has spoken to us in these last times through His Son, Jesus Christ, who manifested in the natural realm to give us a natural example of something that is spiritual. Something, you know, uh, because we are human and we're in these physical bodies, we need to also be able to connect to the tangible things as well as the things that are unseen, the things that are in the unseen realm, in that spirit realm that you can't touch with your senses. You know, the feeling, the, the, the sense of touch, right? But it does stir our emotions when something beautiful is impressed upon our heart from the Spirit of God, it can move our emotions. 
And our emotions are something that's not actually tangible either. You can't hold them in your hand. You can't put them in a jar. But they're there. And they move us into action. Depending on whether they're positive or whether they are negative. But anyway, let me not go any further than that. Let's just get started with a quick prayer. Bless the holy name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for life this day. Thank you for your breath of life that fills us and flows through us. You are the light that lights every man that comes into this world, every person that comes into this world. It is because of the light of Christ. Amen. And we know that Christ in us is our hope of glory. Thank you. Thank you that you are with us. If we make our beds in hell, that you are there, that you never leave us or forsake us, no matter what state we find ourselves in, but you are always present. We can always look to the hills from whence cometh our help. We can always turn our hearts toward you and find peace, and find rest, find joy, and find love. And we thank you for this. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, so if you're with me last week, my topic was on... Cultural wars versus spiritual wars. And I'm not going to review it, but um, I just want to say that those of us who know God and experience God in a very personal way, and in a day-to-day -day way where he is a part of how we move through this earth, that we also, even though we have this, we have to stay alert. We have to start our day with a certain awareness of the presence of God and also of the dangers of this world. The things that will come at us that will distract us, that will try and move us in a negative direction. We have to stay alert to those things. Not that we won't ever fall prey to them, but if we stay alert, we can identify quickly that we're headed in a direction that will not be fruitful. And, you know, when we get caught up in these cultural wars, and not understanding what's really going on is a spiritual war. It can cause us to fight in a, a position of reaction, reacting to something. But when we know that we're in a spiritual war, we know that we shall have the victory. Because where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. And there's this freedom, this freedom from being imprisoned by negativity. 
Because once our minds are imprisoned and we're unable to renew them, we end up in a bondage that the world wants to keep you in. And cultural wars are very divisive and they're confusing and um, people may not necessarily understand everything that's being said and, and, and spewed in these discussions about uh, CRT and, and race wars and all of this. Um, but the whole idea with these cultural wars is that they want to anger you and and make you feel like a victim and that someone is coming after you and and someone is coming after you but our enemy is not flesh and blood and that's the part most important part that we need to remember anyway let's move into this week i am choosing the title for the topic it is what's next and I think it's time for us to stop and see where we are. You know, um, I, I believe this break that we got during COVID, when everything just shut down, that it was an opportunity for us to understand that, you know, as the body of Christ, we are evolving. We're, we're not meant to stay the same because there is there's no limit to who God is. And because we're made in his image, there's no limit to the expression of who we are in the earth when we show up as the children of God. And so I, I'll, I'll be exploring what I believe the Spirit of the Lord is moving us toward in this particular season. And so don't lose hope. Don't allow um, discouragement to or depression to take root in your hearts. And it is going to require that you surround yourself with things that are whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is uh, of a good report, you know, all those things. Think think on those things. Not that you're not aware of the dangers around you, but your focus is going to be those things of a good report. Those are the things that require you to really um, zero in, zero in your energy, in those areas because you need to feed your soul. Your heart needs to be uh, lightened. You know, you need to be able to cast your burdens because Jesus said that his yoke is easy and, and, and the burdens, his burden is light. It's light. So when you find yourself getting heavy, you know that you're getting farther away from, from the love of God, which is Christ Jesus is manifested in Christ Jesus into the earth for us to be able to see clearly how our father feels about us because Jesus said if you've seen me you've seen the father okay 
Amen. Glory to God. So where I want to start um, in this topic titled, What's Next, is I want to talk a little bit about dangerous teachings before I move forward. Because dangerous teachings have been used very much like cultural wars have been used in the world. It, ca- it causes people to become fearful and to um, separate themselves, right? Even though Jesus said that we need to be in this world, but not of it. And I don't think we've quite gotten the, the understanding in how to express in our way of being, what it means to be in the world, but not of the world. So back to this dangerous teaching things, because I, you know, I hear it thrown around so much uh, in churches and to their congregations. Don't read this. Don't listen to this person and da, 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 da. And what I'm finding is a lot of that is just a vehicle for controlling people, in, imprisoning people's minds so that they are unable to think for themselves. To be, How can you have a personal relationship with someone if there's not this exchange of consciousness and feeling and experience uh it's it's like um someone's you have a friend and then they have a friend but you don't know their friend that well so you can't say that you're as close to your friend's friend as you are to your friend because you don't really you haven't taken the time to really know the friend's friend and in order for you to have a personal relationship with them, then you need to spend time with them. They don't just become your friend because they're the, they're the friend of your friend. You see how you see how that works. So any teaching can be dangerous with God, without God. We've seen the word of God. I mean, and even in the scripture, it tells us, it reminds us that the letter kills, but the spirit brings life. So you can take the Bible and turn it into a weapon. You can use the Bible and turn it into a way to divide people, to exclude people. Let's go to John 17. In John 17, this is part of, I'm going to read part of this prayer. This prayer that Jesus is having, he's talking to his father about us, right? And this is a dangerous world. I mean, it can be very dangerous. There are things happening. It can be a very dangerous place, right? But this is, let me tell you what Jesus, this is how Jesus was praying. I'm going to start in verse 15. I do not ask that you take them out.
out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they may also be sanctified in truth. I do not ask for these only, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, that they may also be one, just as you, Father, are in me and I in you, that they also may be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them. Okay, so he, we got the glory of the Lord on us. Glory to God. That they may be one, even as we are one. So Jesus is not asking his father to pull us out of this dangerous world. Part of this dangerous world is that we're going to hear dangerous teachings. It's going to be, they're going to, because there are going to be people who are trying to have control of your mind and manipulate what you think and what you feel. This is the world that we live in. Sometimes people try to manipulate how you think and how you feel because they, they sincerely believe that they're protecting you. But they're really handicapping you. And so many of us as believers are being handicapped because we are allowing someone else to have control over our minds, how we think and what we feel. But we can trust in this prayer that Jesus prayed about us being in the world, not to take us out of this place, which can be a very scary and dangerous place, but that we be kept from the evil one, which is our, our enemy who is not flesh and blood, which is often why we can lose sight of that fact because he is our the enemy is not flesh and blood it's not in this in a physical body that we start to attack people as opposed to coming against that spirit that might be operating in that person's life because they have allowed themselves to be manipulated and controlled. God's wisdom is available to us. It is available to us. 
We all have access to the wisdom of God that is revealed by his spirit and his spirit that dwells on the inside of us. I want to read from 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 2, and I'm going to read from verse 6 through 16. We do, however, speak a message of wisdom among the mature. Growing up, maturing, no longer acting like a spoiled child or a child that, a child uh, without having understanding of your relationship. And who you are in the relationship with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let's continue. But not the wisdom of this age or of the rulers of this age. Okay, it's, now we're talking about this worldly wisdom. Okay, the leaders of this, this age. The wisdom that they're trying to give us. Well, And they call it wisdom. Who are coming to nothing. See, all of this is coming to nothing. I mean, you can get people riled up about stuff. They come in after you won't be able to practice your faith and da 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 You know, but what does that bring? Does that bring fruitfulness or does it bring worry, anxiety, and fear? Okay, verse 7. No. We declare God's wisdom, a mystery that has been hidden and that God destined for our glory before time began. Before time began. Glory to God. Verse 8. None of the rulers of this age understood it, for if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Now, the religious people played a big part in having Jesus crucified. They were threatened by him. According to them, what he was saying was dangerous because he was moving people to be able to connect with God in such a way that they could see and not continue to be manipulated by the religious rulers. Verse 9. However, as it is written, what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, and what no human mind has conceived. See, the human mind can't even conceive it. The things that God has prepared for those who love him. Who love him. People who use cultural wars and use God's name as the author of this cultural war. Do they love God? Because the word tells us the written word, anyway. The written word tells us that how can we love God who we cannot see and not love our brothers who we can see? Okay, that's how that works. Okay, let's go move down to verse 10. 
These are the things God has revealed to us by his spirit. He reveals it to us by his spirit. Glory to God. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. For who knows a person's thought, thoughts except their own spirit within them? In the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the spirit of God. What we have received is not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, so that we may understand what God has freely given us. This is what we speak, not in words taught us by human wisdom, but in words taught by the spirit. Explaining spiritual realities with spirit taught words. Glory to God. The person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. The person with the spirit makes judgments about all things, but such a person is not subject to merely human judgments. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Just make sure you're accessing it. Because it's present. It's present. I heard a pastor say to his congregation that... If you vote for anyone from the, the um, Democratic Party, that you're demon-possessed. And so I guess Republicans, politicians, are the only... Spirit-filled people? Is, 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 is that what this pastor is saying? But, but those are the kinds of things. That, see, that's the wisdom of this world talking. Through a pastor who is supposed to be leading his people into the liberty that is found in Christ. There's no, the liberty that we need is not found in this world, but it's found in Christ. Amen. But anyway, I'm going to stop right there and I, I probably, well, I won't be back till next month because, you know, I'm, this is my new schedule, the first and second Thursday of the month, but I'll be back and I want to continue with what's next for us. I mean, wh where are we moving forward to? Because I still see a lot of people going back to where they were before the pandemic. The pandemic was an opportunity for us to recalibrate and to move forward. Not go back. Those teachings were good for a time. That, 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 that place where we were, that the, the understanding and the wisdom of God that we'd acquired up to that point was good up to that point. 
and we need to move forward. So we're going to talk about what's next, but I'm going to explore some things, things that hinder us from moving forward. And and one of those, a lot of those things are being um, mind controlled by people who are telling us, oh, this is dangerous. You shouldn't listen to this. You should, you know, and just controlling how you think, how you process knowledge, how, how you process the word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Father, I thank you for this episode. I thank you for moving us forward to that next place in you. And I thank you that there is purpose in each one of our lives. And I thank you that it is by your Holy Spirit that you're revealing to us our particular purpose in this season and our understanding, especially our understanding that you have created us to be one with you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and to be one with each other. So I thank you for the work that you're doing in our minds and in our hearts. Amen and amen. Glory to God. So I'll be joining you next month. And so uh, Friday, what Friday? Let me look at the schedule here to find out which Friday we are in. So who is coming up next Friday? Okay, I have to do this. You know, I should have this pulled up, but I always go through this. So what Friday is this? Is is, is this the second? Yeah, it's the second Friday. So, who is teaching on the second Friday of the month? Okay. Friday Night Joy. Friday Night Joy with Pastor Ray Rose, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Amen, amen. And we also want to keep... um, Pastor Ray Rose uh, lifted up him and his family. Um, his, his mother has gone home to be with the Lord. Amen. She's in glory. She is, she's put down that, that physical body that is no longer, that no longer was working in her favor. And she has finished her course. But we pray for the family who will miss their loved one, that space that that loved one left behind in the physical realm, but knowing that even though physically she's not there, that she's present. And that in the spirit realm, they're still connected. So I thank you, Lord, that you will just comfort them during this time of loss. And I thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. And thank you for taking the time to listen. And I pray that you have heard something that will move you to that next step. Amen. Love you. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.